0: So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com.
1: Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with Alfred Edmund Jr.
2: Welcome to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. Again, those numbers are 13, 29. Good luck from the Texas Lottery. Easy come, easy go. A fool and his money are soon parted. We've all heard these sayings, but are they really true? Well, according to one study, 44% of a group of national lottery winners has spent their entire winnings in just five years. The reality is that it's just as important to have a plan for when you have a big influx of money as it is to have a plan for financial emergencies. On today's podcast, I'll give you a simple, foolproof strategy to help you keep a major financial windfall from slipping through your fingers. I'll also be sharing part two of my empowering and encouraging conversation with personal finance and lifestyle expert, Tanya Rapley of myfabfinance.com. named the new face of wealth building by none other than Black Enterprise Magazine. And of course, I'll have another great recommendation for your wealthy thinking reading list. But first you finally hit the jackpot. Now what? Just as you should budget for emergencies, you can also be prepared for unexpected windfalls. We all know what it feels like to get hit with an unanticipated bill or expense. On the other hand, there are also times when money falls into our hands unexpectedly. A big tax refund or legal settlement. A major cash gift from a relative a stock that skyrockets in value, or a run of luck at the casino or even hitting the lottery. Having a plan for unexpected windfalls can be as important as anticipating surprise expenses. Just remember, debt first, saving second, and spending last. So let's talk about windfall budget priority number one, getting rid of debt. Put at least 50% of all windfall money what I lovingly refer to as found money, toward paying down debt, starting with your high-interest credit cards. Paying down your high-interest debt will bring some immediate benefits. For example, reducing the amount of credit you have in use will have a positive impact on your credit scores. In fact, the boost can be both quick and dramatic. Also, lowering your balances will reduce or eliminate your monthly interest payments, freeing up those funds for other uses. The key here is to resist the urge to charge your credit card balances back up after you've paid them down. You don't need more than two major credit cards and be sure to avoid store-based cards and you should only be carrying one of them at most. Stash the other one away for emergencies only such as unexpected home maintenance or auto repair bills keeping your credit in use to no more than a third of your available credit will further strengthen your credit scores. See, you've already made your big payoff, well, pay off! Priority number two, savings. Put at least 10% of your windfall toward your long-term emergency savings fund to be touched only in case of loss or interruption of income. Don't have an emergency savings fund? then now, when you have money that is not yet spoken for, is the perfect time to start one. If your debt is under control, meaning you are making all payments on time and use less than 30% of your available credit, then put as much as 20% of your windfall towards savings. If your emergency savings account is fully funded, meaning you have at least 6 months of your annual income saved, put some or all of this 20% towards your retirement savings account up to the legal max. Now windfall budget priority number three. Spending. That's right have fun with whatever you have left. Spend it any way you want to. This is a great way to reward yourself for making debt reduction and boosting savings higher priorities than just blowing your windfall. However don't get carried away Spend only what's left of your windfall and again, resist the urge to splurge your way to new debt. In fact, if you have a compulsive spending problem, it might be best for you to forego this third option entirely. According to research compiled by StatisticsBrain.com, on 34 national lottery winners, 44% of the winners had spent their entire savings in just five years. At an average of age 46 for the entire group, these winners were a long way from retirement. Another study of lottery winners showed that the bigger the windfall, the more likely the winners were to file for bankruptcy after five years. Those who won between $50,000 and $150,000 were more likely to go broke than those who won $10,000 or less. The lesson? Don't expect a temporary change in your income no matter how big, to finance a permanent upgrade in your lifestyle. You're listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. We'll be back in a moment. Support for Money Matters Wealthy Thinking and the following message come from State Farm, who knows that many Americans struggle with their finances and most have never been taught how to manage them. Starting today, State Farm wants to change that by giving people the tools, help, and education they need to take control of their money, putting financial well-being within the reach of everyone. Now you can find out more at letstarttoday.com. State Farm, here to help life go right. Coming up on Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, are you ready to start over with a fresh money mindset then you would definitely want to listen up for my conversation with personal finance and lifestyle expert, Tanya Rapley of MyFabFinance.com, named the new face of wealth building by none other than Black Enterprise Magazine. But first, it's time for my wealthy thinking reading list recommendation. Regular Money Matters listeners know that I stress the importance of being proactive about your financial education by reading at least one book about personal finance investing, or business each and every month. Today, I'm recommending the latest book by Melinda F. Emerson, also known as Small Biz Lady. Fix Your Business, a 90-day plan to get back your life and reduce chaos in your business. Building on the success of her best-selling book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, Fix Your Business is aimed at those who have already launched their business and may now be beginning to regret it. Getting a new business off the ground is tough. Keeping it running profitably without sacrificing your relationships, finances, and sanity is even tougher. Emerson comes to the rescue with concrete advice to address the problem areas of running a small business, with solutions and action steps at the end of each chapter. If your goal is to run a profitable business while improving your overall quality of life, this is the book for you. Be sure to add Fix Your Business, a 90-day plan to get back your life and reduce chaos in your business by Melinda F. Emerson to your Wealthy Thinking reading list. And now for part two of my conversation with today's guest, personal finance and lifestyle expert, Tanya Rapley of MyFabFinance.com. Rapley offers both information as well as uplifting words of encouragement to those seeking better money outcomes in 2018. Listen up. The truth is, in 90% of the cases,
1: if you sit down and actually look at and evaluate your situation, it is almost never as bad as you think it is.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, you know,
1: I tell people all the time, it's, like, it's the fact that you don't know that makes it a big, scary, hairy monster. If you mm-hmm. look under the bed, if you pull back the covers and look at it, you say, you know, well, it's not pretty, but it's not like, something that can't be overcome. It's so many
0: people have fixable financial situations, but you can't begin to fix it if you don't explore where you are.
1: Absolutely. So it goes back to what you said earlier, you know, letting yourself off the hook, having a certain amount of amnesia about what you didn't do that you should have done or what you wish you'd done in 2017 so that you can start fresh in 2018, take a good look at where you are now, mm-hmm. and then move forward from there. And they commit to
0: doing something different. Uh, You know, they say insanity is doing the same thing twice and expecting a different result. So, of course, you want to think about small things that you can do differently, whether it is, you know, I'm going to take a different route to work because there's a Starbucks on that route, and I always stop at Starbucks, so what are you going to do differently to increase your bottom line, to bring more money into your household, but also to maintain your savings and grow your money and allow your money to work for you? So maybe it is picking up a side hustle at the top of the year or picking up a part-time job or driving, uh, you know, ride-sharing or something of that nature, but what are you going to do differently? So we're assessing and we're having a look. At what we, where we need to go financially, now we need to make a decision and determination. What are we going to do to get where we need to get to? And what are we going to do differently from last year so that we don't get the same results?
1: Your earlier point about attainability these don't have to be big, sweeping, life saving changes, overwhelming changes. These can be, uh, you know, five small but consistent changes that are really focused that will lead to, you know, progress along the way.
0: Mm-hmm. Small changes add up. It's like small change, literally small change
1: adds up. Oh no doubt! I'm still one of those guys that empties his pockets at the end of the day. I can't tell you how oh, many times yeah. that has saved me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, I wait. We moved. We moved cross country, and we've been saving up our coins for two years. And we went and cashed in our coins, and I mean that was enough money to buy our meals for the entire transition. So small change adds up. Don't discount it.
1: In the close of this conversation, what do you think is the emotional and psychological state? that people should strive for as they not only enter the new year, but really turn the page on their relationship with money um, as they move forward to a better financial future?
0: Emotional, I would say healing. I would say understand your money story and understand what has shaped and informed your relationship with money to this date and make a commitment to to heal that money story because a lot of us are carrying around financial baggage from our childhood. Things we witnessed. With our parents, things we've experienced, I know for myself graduating during the recession, I resented jobs, I resented money because I felt like I did everything right and I still wasn't in the financial position that I wanted to be in. It required me to heal uh, and heal my thoughts that I had and the attitudes that I had about money. And then with the psychological, it is put yourself in a position to win because I think that one of the biggest boosters is, achieving a victory for yourself. So, once you begin to achieve small goals, as we said, they don't have to be big, audacious goals. It could be, I'm going to say, $25 a week. Once you begin to achieve your financial goals, psychologically, something begins to shift. That's why the Snowball Debt Repayment Method is so popular, but then you become you know, the mindset of a winner versus the mindset of someone who's struggling or someone mm-hmm. who um, might be perceived as losing, and so really focus on small victories so that you can boost your own morale. Don't look for others to be your cheerleader and your champion. Find ways to create success in your life and your finances so that you can be your own champion.
1: See, that's why MyFab Finance is the gift that keeps on giving. This <laughs> great, uplifting advice that I think our audience really will benefit from. Please tell our audience what's the best way to get more from Tanya Rapley and MyFab Finance.
0: We are really engaged on social media, so we are on all social media platforms as MyFabFinance. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also do have an operational blog. We have a team of writers and we update content regularly. So that's on MyFabFinance.com. And uh, you know, we are we're here to serve people. We're excited. I'm passionate about the work that we do at Finance. And just be encouraged and remember that you can do it. No one is perfect when it comes to their finances. Everyone has made mistakes, but you can do it. And hopefully, you will visit My Finance, to support you along your journey.
1: Tanya, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Thank you for just sharing
2: your both in your enthusiasm and your message of hope, as well as your expertise. Thank you. You can get more great insights from Tanya Rapley, as well as access her blog and other resources that will help you to improve your finances and enjoy your life. At myfabfinance.com. And while visiting the site, be sure to grab a copy of Rapley's free ebook, Seven Life Changing Money Tips. Learn how to save money, get out of debt, and create finances as fabulous as you. And to check out part one of my conversation with Rapley, check out Money Matters Wealthy Thinking Podcast number 15. Also, if you have any questions you'd like me to address, send an email to Jr. at gmail.com and I'll answer them on future editions of this podcast. That's Jr. at gmail.com. Or you can follow and direct message me on Instagram or Twitter at Alfred Edmund Jr. This is Alfred Edmond Jr. with Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. Be sure to check out my latest free ebook, Buy Love, Get Trouble, Sell Love, Get Screwed. How Decisions in Pursuit of Sex, Love and Relationships Impact Your Career, Business and Financial Success at grownzone.com forward slash buy love get trouble. And don't forget to subscribe to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher or any other podcast directory. And if you like what you hear and you know you do, leave a five star review. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. at AURN.com. Thanks for listening. Come back for more next week.
1: Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.